Maybe you should go and do some contemplating. Three, two, one, and... Hi, this is Rachel McElroy. Hi, this is Griffin McElroy. And this is Rose Buddies. This is the po- the only podcast. It's the only podcast. <laughs> and you think I'm fucking lying. Look at your app. They're all gone. You're welcome to Night Vales. Your cereals. I don't even know if that one's going right now. <laughs> this American Life. This American Buy. It's gone. Because they just, they up and deleted all of them. Stuff you shouldn't know stuff, anymore because Stuff it's you'll gone. never, ever know is what they changed the name of it to, and it's only on the deep web. Because everybody heard this Bachelorette Canada game so strong, and they were like, gotta, leave, gotta get out the industry. Click. Ira Glass, click. Surely there's not room for anyone else anymore. There's not. There's certainly not room for other Bachelorette Canada podcasts. Because this couple in Austin, Texas is talking about a show in Canada mm-hmm. that hundreds of people watch canada the austin of earth hmm, that's, that's a complicated new is it it's, it is that's a little a bit complicated so on rose buddies we talk about the bachelor bachelorette family of products and this week we're talking about bachelorette canada which you should not hate on the viewership of we do not have those types of numbers we just assume it's not as it's not as big as the american one so nobody watches it because if you don't get american it will be it will be if we have anything to fucking say about it well and if and if wonderful hosts like Noah, Noah and fantastic bachelorettes like Jasmine have oh, anything to say about it. these two. Noah, we've given some shit. And I don't even think it's shit. We've just said he died in a bus crash or something, <laughs> and now he's a ghost. <laughs> we just said that he's more ghost than human. Right. Uh, he did such a good job at this Mintel All. It is such a, it is such a, by the way, we're talking about Mintel All for Bachelorette Canada. Sees S, S1E10. Uh, and I, I, I know we've given him some shit, but this is a tough job doing the Mintel all, and he locked it the fuck down. Let me, let me just give you a stat that shows what a pro he is. And this would have been enough here. Did you count how many alone. times he was touched by a corporeal no. object or person? No, I'm saying that episode starts, he welcomes us, and mm. within the first two minutes, he says, journey twice, happily ever after, <laughs> and hot seat. <laughs> like, that would have been enough. He could have been like... Thanks. Yeah. Thanks you, for watching. You, that's everything. You you just came here to watch that's a person on TV. started say, out. Yeah. Two minutes already hit all the keywords. Absolutely. Um, and then just and then just wouldn't let up. Do you think that Chris Harrison is doing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire now just because he got so obsessed with the idea of putting people into hot seats? <laughs> like he just like has this fetish now of putting people in seats where they are under a lot of like um, stress. To well, perform? I think there's something about this show that makes you good under pressure, hmm. you know? And I think maybe he got addicted to that high. Maybe. I think he just likes pe- people putting people in dangerous chairs. <laughs> I think I think starting out before he was a host, he worked at, like, a death row somewhere. And he did, like, the, the electric chairs. He worked at a death row somewhere and did, yeah, did, and did the prison. electric chairs. And he did the electric chairs. And he would put people in them and be like, how's that seat? He would say. Pretty stressful seat, isn't it? Mm. That's what that's his character. Okay. Kind of like the bad guys in Green Mile. You know who I'm talking about. You know what? I've never seen the Green Mile. I know. We've talked about this. You don't oh. like jail movies because you get so scared. No, I like Shawshank you just think Redemption. You don't like Shawshank Redemption. You just think like all these people. I've seen all of Orange is the New Black. That is, that's true. So the men told it all. You would think they would keep some of it to themselves, but no, they were very generous with it. And this was a good men tell all, dude. First of all, 45 minutes in and fucking out. Hey, America, you watching? <laughs> it was efficient. Hey, ABC, you watching? You watching that W network? Because they've got it figured out. A lot of people on that stage wouldn't even hear from. No. You know? No, it's fine, though. Didn't need to. Some of them we heard from a little too much. Yeah. Um, a lot of familiar faces up there. We got JP, the naked boy. We got, um, Thomas. So seductive. Thomas with the hair toss. He knows, he knows what we want. We got David who got about 14 seconds screen time. Yeah. Uh, and Kyle, my boy, Kyle, my big, tall, 
just beautiful Kyle, beautiful planetary man. Just Kyle, fucking like worked in a joke. Real dunked quick. on David so hard because uh, we'll get to it. But like so many, so much fun. Can I say something that is very fucked up? Okay, I'm gonna miss this show. Me too. And the cast. I'm gonna of miss it. these people. That's I've never felt that about, and I don't know if it's because we have crossed well, some it's because ethical. They talk to us directly. We've crossed an ethical boundary. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think so. We haven't really t- discussed. We're like everybody on this show. If you were on this show in any regard, there are extras on this show who are now members of the Facebook community. Hey, hey Canada, I have a question for Canada. Mm. Are you going to stay with us when we leave you? Or are you going to go away? You, what do you mean? Like We have a lot of Canadian friends now, and uh, I'm worried yeah. they're going to leave us when we leave them. <laughs> I don't know. Ours isn't voluntary. You know, like, if this show kept a running, and I'm sure it will. I mean, there's going to be other seasons. I hope but, we like, can just ping pong back and forth. Ooh, that would be nice. But the, here's the other thing, babe. I, I, I've had such a great experience here. I kind of want to give other countries a chance. I kind of want to dip into Bachelor I've Australia. Heard, I've heard a lot of good things about Australia. Because Bachelor Australia also has the two women contestants who fell in love. And, like, that's so dope. And, like, I want to I like, I want to see that. You know Bachelor is about to get up in Japan. I don't think, though. I think the side of the story we got is, yeah, they, they fell in love. But I don't think the show was taped as such. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. And what I think would be fun to watch is their love story, but that's not what the show was. So it's but you not can like see, you can see it. You can see it. You maybe. read between the lines. I don't know. Um, I mentioned Bachelor is coming to Japan, which I'm very excited about. I just wanted to holler at every single person in the Rose Buddies group who recommended Terrace House to me and Rachel. We've watched a little bit, and we already love it. Oh my god, Terrace House! It's on Netflix. Terrace and House, it's... boys and girls in the city, and it's like I am with you. I well, also live in Terrace House. What is great about Terrace House is they have this cadre of real-time watchers on a couch. Which is very, which is very like, Japanese programming. Like, that is not uncommon, like, having a crew of people who, like, talk and, and comment on stuff but as things are happening. But what they'll do is they'll show, like, maybe seven minutes, and then they'll cut to the to the peanut gallery and the peanut gallery adds so much value They're so good it's like six funny adults and one 14 year old boy prince who like this 14 year old boy king who like nobody knows why he's there and they only ask him from time to time like so what did you think of that scene he's like i'm just under so much pressure and it's like <laughs> he's so cute um, well, and sometimes they'll be like be like, I really don't like how that cast member said that. And he'll be like, I totally like it. I did like, like that. I like the bad ones. It's like, damn, <laughs> Boy King, I like your shit. Terrace House, anyway, Boys Terrace and Girls House. in the City. I want to talk about it. I know we have a lot of other stuff we could do, like, after this is over and we hit the weird period where we've just had a baby and I don't know what we're doing with the and podcast. And it's like the holidays and yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, but I just want to, I can't not tell people not to watch Terrace House. Yeah, two seasons on Netflix. Check it out. Let's. It's we've gone for eight minutes and we haven't talked about anything that's happened on the show. <laughs> okay. That's fine. It's going to be short, right? It was a short. It was a short little episode. Maybe I don't know. Okay, so um, the way men tell all works, if you're just joining us, uh, is that there's a lot of clips. I would say like forty percent of the show is just clips mm-hmm. from the season you've been watching. Uh, and then, it was weird because it's a short episode right this was 45 minutes and also the they were recapping things from nine episodes that's how long the season has been this is episode 10 of the first season stuff we forgot i mean there was stuff that i tried very hard to forget like the seth kiss and well a few kisses that just didn't quite make it across the 100 yard line into the touchdown zone just line, just they started to be kisses. They started to be real touchdown kisses, and then, and then it was, it was. What is a touchdown kiss? You know, like a kiss that happens, but like not if you have Jasmine at the ninety yard oh. line. Like no, this kiss is not going to the touchdown. Are you talking about when Chris didn't get didn't get to the smooch? He got that shit shut down. Yeah. Shut down. Um. Yeah. So we so we get some of the big the big moments. Uh, and Noah starts in right away, kind of asking, like, what was that about? Uh, which is what I'll call this segment. What's that about? 
Uh, so first we see Seth with the awful kiss that Such Jasmine did kiss. not like. And so Noah's like, hey, Seth, what was that about? <laughs> uh, and Seth is like, oh, I was really nervous and I felt really pressured. I don't normally move so quickly to the kiss, but I, I did in this moment. And that's what you were seeing. Uh, and then we see David do the top that moment where he performs a song and then like stands up to all the other guys. And it's like, hey, guys, top that. And Noah's like... He was Hey David, what's that about? He was so equivocal even now where Noah was like Noah asked the hard fucking questions, y'all. He put the tax to these boys and like was like, David, so were you here to promote your music or did you actually come here to find love? He's like, You know, I just love music so much, like performing for people makes me so happy. It's like bad bad yeah. answer, bud. Yeah, he could have he could have said, um, no, I was here for Jasmine. But instead he's like, Well, I really, I like really music. singing for people makes me happy. And this was when Kyle had his great, great fucking goof because yeah. David was like, uh any but I do I, I, I just wanted to know, like I, I apologize and I wish I could get it through to her. And Kyle was like, and so I've prepared a song. What? <laughs> good shit. Yeah, he could feel the tension in the room as David is kind of fumbling the response. And he just comes right in and says, all right, let's see that song. And a one and a two. It was and good. It was good. It was very good. Um, there was love, a boy. We love Kyle. There was a boy I didn't remember named Andrew who was who always had to get a fucking always had to get a fucking hand on the ball I always had to get in there and just man let me put Andrew's stamp on this one Andrew was somebody that stuck around but added almost nothing and we didn't know anything about him and then tonight he really he really wanted to bring he was he was very some energy Scott Farkas's crony from Christmas Story um, yeah, well, there's one every like there is, man yeah, or woman sure. tell all who shows up and is like, "I'm an important cast member," and you're like, Where are "No, you? you're not." <laughs> yeah, he um, he really wanted to play a, a big role, and so what happened was they started talking about this Toronto clique that formed, which included Drew uh, and some of the more kind of alpha males, as they call them, and so Noah is asking about this Toronto clique. And Andrew decides to pipe up and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I mean, you're, it's like it's like anything, you know, you're just drawn to people that are, that have, you know, the same interests, you know, like some men aren't going to cry on national TV. And Chris is like, like, why would you even and while he's talking, Andrew leans over with a Kleenex and tries to hand it to him. And this joke, y'all, like nothing. It was yeah. so fucking brutal. Like he leans over to hand it to him and like nobody, everybody has sort of the same response, which is like, really, dude? really dude well yeah and noah's like you know is it funny like is it funny is it really a joke you say you're joking but like you try to hand him a kleenex and he's like i don't think that's funny is it still a joke and it just cuts to andrew who's just sitting stone-faced like oh no my joke was bad a break yeah (laughs) that was it It was (laughs) fucking brutal they laid this dude low and like no uh no place for hate on mental all no noah creates a very safe environment it's true Except for Andrew, who got fucking destroyed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know what it is. I think it's it's because Noah is a sensitive guy, you know, yeah. and he's not gonna he's not gonna put up with this this bro club. Yeah. I mean, when the for when the moon is waxing for fifteen days, he's a ghost. That's my new. That's the only way <laughs> okay. I can. That's the only way I can sort of rationalize it. So, Supermoon. Mm. Oh, my God. He was, I guess he was very corporeal. He was the most here he's ever been. That would make sense. Yeah. Um. So then we, we come back from the break, and it is Drew's turn. This and let me say, it. Drew is wearing some denim jeans and a white sport coat. And I just thought, have a little respect. <laughs> For the process. Drew. Everyone here is in a nice suit. Um, Drew does the, Drew does not do a very good villain performance. No, at first he comes out and he's like, yeah, you know, people, people, you know, some people hate me. Some people love to hate me, you know? Uh, and at first you're kind of like, okay, this is what villains say. Yeah. You're doing it right. But then Noah kind of asks him, like, you can't fake you know, you can't edit this. You can't fake that everybody genuinely wanted to know whether you were there to find love or not. Well, and he also said, we can't edit around some of this stuff that you said. Yeah. We can't edit around you going to the producer and being like, seriously? Uh, 
And I, I'm, it made me wonder if Drew had like said some shit on about Twitter like it was, or a, bad, it was a bad yeah. edit. Uh, but Drew was like, "No, I did say all that stuff, but um, I hit a point where I just uh, didn't feel like she liked me, and so after that point, I was just there to help my career." Well, and yeah, and the pettiest part was that Drew was like, "I won two group dates." And when other guys won group dates, they got one-on-one time with her. But I didn't, like, get hardly anything at all, you know? And it was just, like, it was just clear she wasn't into me. In Drew's defense, the group date rewards this season were all over the fucking place. It's like, oh, you won the football game. Come with me to this cabin for three straight days. (laughs) And one of them is like, oh, you won the football game. Well, everybody is going to come, and I'm not going to spend time with you, despite the fact that you specifically won the... I'm going to give the rose to somebody else, and I'm going to go on a date with everybody else but you. Yeah, that's true. But you don't... I mean, you don't complain about it. No, you just apparently stay on the show out of spite. On Bachelorette, you're not allowed to hate the player or the game. No. That's just the rule. No, because if you do, you've lost. And you look petty, and that's that's how he looked. Um, uh, but yeah, Drew Drew is just makes it clear, like, I was trying, and I was here to find love until Morocco. Morocco is when I stopped trying. And while he's saying this, Chris is making all these faces. And immediately he turns to Chris, and he's like, "Why are you, you look like you took six Adderall, and now you're looking at me. Weird. And yeah. he says that, and, like, no laughter, no response. It's so many, like, nobody's buying it. Nobody wants any of the nastiness. It was this beautiful utopia that <laughs> no. they've created at this Mintel All, where, like, the nasty boys try to, like, say a mean joke. And everybody's like, ooh. Which, like, is it is the polar fucking opposite from this last Mintel All, when Rod shows up and is like, <laughs> fart noise, and everybody's like, <laughs> give him a show, give him two shows. I know. Like nobody was fucking having it. This is this is a key cultural difference between our our great land and the great nation of but Canada. But the thing about Drew is Drew also kept apologizing. He apologized for the shit he said. He apologized to Chris. He apologized. Uh, yeah, but nobody like knew whether like, to believe him. Yeah, everybody was like, I don't know if that's true or not, but okay. Yeah. Um, uh, and so Chris. So the camera kind of shoots to Chris because Chris is like having a little fit about Drew's um, about Drew's reactions. And Chris is like, well, you just keep changing your story. It doesn't make any sense. Like at first you're saying I was there to find love, but then you're saying, well, but then I stopped trying and then I was there for myself. And like what you're saying now doesn't match with what you told Jasmine. Um. And then Drew does this weird moment where he was like, well, I mean, like, are you really going to go on national TV to find love? Like, (laughs) yeah, that was uh, because Noah asked him, like, so do you really want to be the next bachelor? He's like, yeah, because like, it would be cool to like have 20 girls just like try to, you know, come in. And but but at the same time, like, there's this thing. It's like, are you really going to go on TV to find love? And it's like. Yeah, dude. Like, are you really going to go on Survivor to try and find idols and vote people? Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Are you really going to be on a a TBS basketball broadcast to play basketball? Yeah, that's what you would... I think that's actually what you would... It's like he wants to be part of the machine, but then also wants to be above the machine. You know, like, like, oh, I want to be The Bachelor. Sure, who wouldn't? But but then I'd be the bachelor, and oh, is that cool? I don't know. Is that okay? It was this weird melange of <laughs> villains got a vill typical bullshit mixed with what seemed like sincere apology, um, or at least like feigned apology, which is still like you're going on TV and you know apologizing a lot, um, and like mixed messaging, just like not knowing the right. Thing to yeah, which is why people don't know whether they can trust his apologies, because yeah. clearly he hasn't figured out whether or not he's sincere. Um, and then they do a bit with Drew and Chris, like diving into that sweet, sweet yeah. drama again. And Chris explains that the beef for him started with this um, oh, altercation man. that was not on TV. This and little behind-the-scenes peek. So try to, 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 to try to recap it. After a rose ceremony... Um, they, uh, the, the boys hadn't like cleared the set yet. And some of them started eating craft services off this table. Um, and somebody on the crew came up and said, Hey, if you guys are going to eat that, 
please leave some for the crew because that's technically their dinner. And Drew apparently freaked the fuck out on them. Um, and so, like, there was some, there was a lot of discussion about this, more than you usually get about anything that wasn't on camera. Because typically, like, Drew owned up to it. Oh, Drew owns up to it. And, like, if it happens off camera, typically this show pretends it doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Um, the fact that uh, uh, Chris Harrison brought up Rod like shitting on the hotel staff uh, during Bachelor oh, in Paradise yeah. is like that. That kind of stuff, no, no joke, is like that was unprecedented. unprecedented. Because when you bring that stuff up, it breaks the magic. Yeah, of thinking that you're seeing into these people's like real real lives. But they talk about it for a while, and like uh, Chris claims that he's like cussing cussing these guys out, cussing out the crew. This one yeah, particular and talking crew person down to them. and talking down to them. And Drew's like, oh, no, I didn't. I just I hadn't eaten for seven hours and. Uh, I saw this food and I said, uh, I said, we don't get paid to be here, which is, I guess, true. It is true. Yeah. Contestants don't get money for being on the show. That's crazy. Uh, and you guys do. So, and I haven't eaten in seven hours. So I'm going to eat your food. And then somebody was like, and then you told them to shut their fucking mouth or something like that. And Chris stepped up to him and was like, hey, don't talk to this person. Don't belittle this person. And that is apparently where the beef started, which is like, now it makes sense. Remember, like they the this fight yeah, lasted all of a sudden, three, four, five episodes, and all it, of a sudden there was beef. It came out of them. fucking nowhere, and it's because Chris like talked, like said, like, "Hey, don't fucking berate this person while they're doing their job." Um, well, and here was what was interesting is that Drew Drew kind of owns up to it, but he doesn't agree at first with the way it's being portrayed. And then when the guys corroborate on Chris's story, Drew's like. Well, it shouldn't have been Chris that said something to yeah, me. Yeah, he said, Chris, Chris said, you don't talk to people like that. Shut your mouth. And he said that you don't do that to me in front of like 15 alpha males. There was that term was used so many fucking know, times this episode. It made my skin gross. Crawl. My skeleton started to like come, you saw that like out of my right arm. It, my yeah. skeleton was like, oh, is it okay out here? I was like, no, 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 no. It's not okay out here. He said, you shouldn't have done that in front of a bunch of alpha males. And so Noah's like, so what was the right way for him to tell you to stop berating a crew member on the show? And he said, you go and you get Kyle. And you tell yeah. Ki- you tell Kyle to stop. Kyle can tell me that. Kyle can tell me that you're not because you're not that guy. And it's like, dude, you just set up Chris to dunk on you. And sure enough, Chris is like, if I see somebody being shitty to somebody like that, I'm going to say something, whether it's televised or not, and like standing ovation. Like you, Drew, you fucked this up so. But first of all, that behavior like sucks. That's crazy. Like. It's you corroborated it. Basically, everybody else did. So it sounds like you were a fucking like nightmare. I, if anybody's going to tell me anything, it's only going to be the seven foot tall man. Yeah, the the big alpha males. And it also makes me think that like that temper tantrum he threw after getting kicked off that I thought was like straight up, uh, you know, kayfabe. It sounds like no, he no. was actually kind of a fucking asshole. Yeah. Um, and and to to like own up to that and then let Chris come in and be like step in like he's Batman like hey how's your rivalry pretty bad i think <laughs> yeah there's a point while you're watching the mental hall where you kind of see on Drew's face that this has gone horribly wrong and he knows uh-oh like there's no redeeming myself now yeah okay so at this point Drew tries to apologize to Chris uh, and he's like, hey, you know, I watched the show. I didn't know you took it this hard. Um, I'm sorry. And I, I really didn't mean Talk, for it to be that talking way. Talking about when Chris tattled on Drew and then had like a emotional breakdown after that. Drew was like, I'm sorry you took that so you took that so hard. I wouldn't have gone so hard. And then there's this weird moment where it does seem like Drew is being sincere. And so Chris is like. You know, I, I thank you. You know, I can't always tell, but I sense now, you know, that you're being genuine. And then... As he says genuine, Drew, like, Drew almost like he's correcting him. Says genuine again, but maybe maybe Chris didn't say it right. Or maybe, like, he thought he was extending this olive branch, and because Chris didn't accept it fucking at face value, he was being, like, rude or something like that. But it was just like, yeah, man, it's like, I can't tell if you're being genuine. And Drew's just like, genuine. And Chris was like, sorry, what was that? Andrew, almost like he felt bad for getting caught. He was like, Not, nothing, man, go ahead. And fucking Andrew, Andrew behind was him like, was like, 
Yeah. Get him, man. Get him. They pull away to go to break, but everybody's still mic'd, and you can hear Noah and Chris kind of debriefing what just happened. This was weird. Noah's like, oh, man, it's uncomfortable, right? And Chris is like, uh, yeah, there's always all this, like, laughter and jokes happening, and it's like, you can't tell what's going on. Like, like is everybody else seeing this? And Noah's like, yeah, everybody else is seeing this. This is like while the camera's panning away, yeah. like going to a Canadian Charmin commercial or something. <laughs> uh, so then we come back from break, and this is this is the uh, Lonely Hearts edition oh, of the show, where you're going to see Thomas, you're going to see Kevin, and you're going to see Benoit, and you're going to see all of them have their hearts smashed. You know, and everyone's doing their best. I thought it was weird that Kevin got included in here, because theirs was such a, like... It was so amicable. This was the this was the scholars on the mount just like Yeah. I don't want you. I don't want you either. Okay. Yeah, like they have like a uh a, a like a high level discussion about why they are not compatible. And that's it. And then like no, but, no tears. Yeah. She just abandons him to die. She she gives him a a Tibetan sky burial and like that's it. Yeah, and so Thomas gets like a few seconds and Thomas is like, "Yeah, I was surprised by how much I felt for her, you know, and mm. and I I remember, you know, after our first date, going back to my room and just being like, "Wow, I really feel things for this person." Um, the hardest one, the saddest one, was actually Benoit, um, yeah. because you remember his he, he was a goobus, um, and he actually apologized for like how yeah, because um, remember, so he he was really like sexually aggressive with her yeah and he watched it back and was like i am really embarrassed and i i am really sorry for that he was like he was too handsy and he would always want to make out um yeah and he was like yeah i didn't want to be like the drunk guy that like you know was pushing myself on her um and and they showed like the bit where he got sent home and it was his the things he was saying were so so sad yeah, um, like he's he seemed to like really like Jasmine and be, not know what to do with that energy. Yeah, be kind of like watched himself back. Like, oh my gosh, I'm I am not coming across the way I thought I did. Yeah, yeah. Jasmine, who shows up later in the episode, like talks to him about it. It's like that wasn't why I sent you home. Yeah, she said I like your passion, and it's like you can't have liked like his tongue as much as he gave it like so much so plentiful yeah so generous with the tongue um yeah was there anybody else in the heartbreak squad well now we go to mike next oh uh, yeah mike king of the mike so this is where the clips really paid off because i remember griffin you and i were really like we were team mike at the beginning and then by the end i couldn't really figure out why we were i remembered why he was a sweet funny boy who can do the cool bubble pop thing with his mouth and he has a 10 pack but well yeah no i know but it was more than that you know like when i we got to watch the clips back i saw like they did have this kind of sweet understanding between them that seemed really comfortable yeah uh and watching those clips i was like oh yeah like that's what i was rooting for yeah um yeah but mike, mike yeah mike seems to have a lot of self-awareness now because when he's talking to noah he's like yeah it's it's tough for me to open up and and be vulnerable and and i recognize that 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 may have been part of it and there's nothing i can do about it now but it's hard for me not to think that that must have had something to do with it when she let me go yeah um and and he's like, I need to be better about that. Like, I recognize that now. It was like, it was very, like, he seemed like he learned a lot from this experience. Yeah, which sure. some people in the Rose Buddies group, and I see where they're coming from. Like, is he the next Canadian Bachelor? Mm. I don't know. God, I hadn't even thought about that. Well, it depends also Because we don't know gets, how they do it. This yeah. is the first season of Bachelorette. We don't know, I know. how they're going to... How have they been finding their Bachelors before? Fucking Craigslist. <laughs> What would that ad look like, Griffin? Want to date 30 people at once. Not even 30, probably. Probably Want less. to date 12 people at once. <laughs> um, I have uh, Like helicopters. Love helicopters. Have been hurt before. Mm-hmm. Not sure if I'm ready, but willing and toned, question mark. Yes, period. Have strong feelings about provinces in Canada? Strong provincial feelings. <laughs> um, anything else? I think that's it. I mean, but that's not, I mean, 
what would be on Jasmine's Craigslist listing? If the, it would be an, it would have to be a novella of of just floral descriptions of traits you don't even know that you need on your television show. <sighs> Wait, are you saying to get Jasmine on the show when they were? Oh, okay. So when they were trying to find Bachelorette, right? They had to write the kind of description that only occurs once in a lifetime. Once in a galaxy <laughs> of, of stars. Uh, so Mike is the first person to get to share time, like talking directly to Jasmine, because Jasmine comes out and... Hugs Noah, and it's like, it's pretty corporeal. It's like really... Well, it's the supermoon. It is the supermoon, Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. They probably didn't shoot this. Gives him power. Definitely didn't shoot this yesterday, though. No, I know. Well, maybe in Canada, the supermoon comes earlier. Oh, maybe. <laughs> it's closer to the top of the Earth. I don't think that oh, makes sense. Oh, no. Come on. It might be. I mean, I'm not an astronomer. Maybe. Nobody is. No, no. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. yeah hey. Nobody is. Yeah. That's like some old school Galileo shit. <laughs> we know everything we're ever going to know about the planets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And the planets that aren't planets anymore. Right. <laughs> right like, not, remember, my, not in my backyard. <laughs> remember when America had time to be outraged about things? About anything. That were just like planets that weren't planets anymore? I mean, like, that's a pretty fucking good thing to be outraged about, right? The, there's not, now there's eight planets. What the fuck? They're planets. They're so big and so far away. You don't get to, that one's not a planet. It's a billion, billion years away. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Uh, but this cup used to be red. That's what they're angry about now. This cup's all red. Where'd it go? Is the dress white and gold or blue, blue and black? And gold. I don't know. Oh, anyway, no. that's not the sun anymore. What? <laughs> that's a way bigger deal than my cup is new and I hate it. Right? Wait, now I don't know what we're talking about. What the is Starbucks this cup? cup? Everybody gets so fucking oh, angry about the fucking Starbucks yeah. cup. yeah. And it's like that. To I guess me, you're right. We do still have time to be angry about small fry dumb shit. Yeah, saying that Pluto's not a planet is a huge deal because it's a planet. I don't know. Earth's not a planet anymore. Doesn't impact my day to day. Well, you said that's a nice. It's a nice life you live. I'm just over here stressing about the planets all the time. We have fewer planets now. The number of, we are lo- we we are experiencing pl- planetary loss. Do you get up every day and just check and make sure the planets are still planets now? Yeah, I get on NASA.com, NASA.gov, and it's like... <laughs> Don't go to NASA.com. Who knows what who happens knows there? Who knows what's there? And it's like, those the people at NASA are just like, we're, we are thinking real hard about Jupiter. It's like, it's the biggest one! <laughs> it is a planet as... Saturn's mostly gas, so who, who fucking knows? Maybe it's another, maybe it's another star. What? The asteroid belt is now a billion little planets. That's crazy. You can't do that. I'm surprised at how confident you are talking about space. I would be nervous to say anything at all. Hey, my very energetic mother just served us nine pizzas. (laughs) Uh, Well, no. Just served us nuggets. (laughs) Nougat? Uh, Nuts. Just served us nuts. It doesn't... It's not... Anyway. Anyway... Um, so Jasmine and Mike talk and Mike just immediately gets to the question because Noah cues him up and says, what do you want to ask her? And Mike says, well, I didn't say that I loved you. Um, was that, was that what was going on? And Jasmine's like, oh, well, no, 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 no. Like, I wouldn't have ever wanted you to say that you loved me if you weren't ready. And this is when Mike, like... <laughs> Mike was like, well, too bad because yeah. I loved you and I still love you. Yeah, like, I... I I love you and um and you're a very good friend and I want the best for you. He says and I know it's not my job to be your protector. Yeah, that's and then some maybe other guy's somebody job. Else, and it's like yeah. okay. Uh, and he says, but I just think of myself as your very very good friend and I want nothing but the best. Yeah. Okay. Very intimate. Very intimate. And Jasmine ultimately says that you know that I I'm a very passionate person. I'm very very outwardly emotional, and you're just cautious, and that's just who you are, you know. And I think that's just always going to be what the disconnect was for us. Which is so brutal every time you say it. It is never not going to be brutal. You're too boring. Yeah. You just don't. You're like safe. You're so safe. 
I want a danger boy like Mikel. <laughs> he rides a hog. You know what I did think about? So Chris Chris became very fixated on on the fact that he was weird, and that was fine because Jasmine was looking for somebody that was kind of weird too. And I thought, oh well that's that's Mikel. Like Mikel's a weird dude. Like, Mikel's kinda weird. He did couch it and he was like, She's wasn't looking for my kind of different. It's like, no, looking for Mikel's kinda different. Yeah. Looking for this like shy helicopter man who turns into a helicopter when he eats spicy food. The kind of <laughs> wait. I like that. It's true. That's like a great children's TV show. And it was. That was a show called Turbo Teen, where a boy would eat spicy food and he'd turn into like a sleek sports guy. This is like the second time you've talked about Turbo Teen. It's the 50th time I've talked across it, about it across the whole McElroy podcast empire. How did I totally miss this this show that existed? I think they only made eight, uh, eight episodes of it. When was this? Give me an approximate year. If I told you a year right now, it would be a fucking lie, baby. And you don't want me to lie. You don't you. remember? See, I always think about how old I was, and then I can remember the year. I don't think I ever watched Turbo Teen. It's just a, it's a funny cultural relic. You're looking at me in disbelief. There was a child's TV show where a boy would eat spicy food, and he would turn into a car. That's the craziest... That's the craziest... I'm a boy who turns into a car. That's weird. Where does your butt go? Does it turn into the back seats? <laughs> what about Transformers, Griffin? Transformers is not... Tra- no, Transformers is not a boy. His fucking head, baby, when he transforms into a car, stretches outwards to the side and his eyes turn into the fucking headlights. It's... My flesh has become car. My, my, my you know, intestines is now the tailpipe. Like, that's crazy that this flesh boy turns into a car. And his method of doing it is he eats spicy food. I've never seen an episode of this show. But what is that? Like, you eat a buffalo wing when, like, the bad guys come to town and vroom, I'm a car. Well, fuck. They're just bad guys. This I can't. Is, now I'm a car. This is very indicative of the McElroy shared brain. So you've never seen this show. Absolutely not. But it has become a big touchstone for you because... Yeah. Because the McElroys as a whole... No, 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 no. It has become a big touchstone for me because it's about a boy who transforms into a car when he eats spicy food. Did Justin or Travis watch this show? Probably. They have absolute garbage taste. (laughs) And they always have. They always have. Okay. Okay. It's It's probably Travis's favorite show. That's not true. Travis's favorite show is Gallivant. What about Boy Meets World? That's his second favorite show. I love that show. That show didn't feature any boys that would transform into cars when they ate spicy food, which was always a challenge for me. It's always a challenge for me when I watch... We started watching Terrace House. It's great. It's so disappointing that none of them turn into cars when they eat spicy food. Yeah. Well, what can you do? I mean, nothing, I guess. There's nothing you can do. Okay. I don't even know how to get back to talking about this show now. Well, let me eat some spicy food and I'll turn into a car and you can drive back onto the plot. Is this why you don't eat spicy food? It's not a digestive thing. It's like because oh you're no, it's afraid. absolutely a digestive thing. <laughs> okay, and I do still eat di- spicy food. Okay, it makes me very ill. Uh, so now the guys that are sitting up in the bleachers get a chance to ask Jasmine questions for no joke. Ninety seconds. Yeah, this used to be. This was an hour. This was an hour on the American version. Like, and people would ask a question, and if the question seemed to have enough weight, Chris would call them up, and they'd get their own turn yeah. on the hot seat. Uh, but this is just like, bang, 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 Yeah, it was just like Crazy Frog. I agree. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. You remember fucking Crazy Frog? It was no. everybody's ringtone for a while, and it was just the guy who was like, ming, 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 You just made me do fucking Crazy Frog on a podcast. This is entrapment. <laughs> You know, remember that? I'm gonna fucking pull up Crazy Frog. I feel like some kind of space alien right now because you seem like a space (laughs) alien. You don't know Turbo Teen. You don't know Crazy Frog. I feel like a real Laura Lee lawyer. Oh, babe, you're supposed to remind me to book a hair appointment. I'm sorry, I didn't do that. We've been talking about Jasmine for a while now. You didn't even think about the hair appointment. Crazy Frog. Well, it, it, see, it only has, it, they only have, so the Crazy Frog has also done, uh, like, songs, but, like, there's just, like, he has his own classic sort of, okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> You're gonna love this. It's Crazy Frog. Ding, <laughs> 
Crazy Frog. And people people wanted that. People loved <laughs> Crazy Frog. People loved Crazy Frog. Everybody listening to this podcast at home right now is like, <laughs> Crazy Frog. <laughs> Babe, do you remember Crazy Frog? And their, their significant other's like, no, I don't remember Crazy Frog. And they're like, oh, I can tell you about Crazy Frog. Hold on. And then they play it on their podcast. <laughs> okay. Well, I've learned a lot today. Uh, and I can't say that I'm grateful for it. <laughs> but, um, but thank you. You love, you, you baby, you used to love Crazy Frog. No. You used to love Crazy Frog. You'd come home from work and you'd be like, so sad. And I'd be like, what happened? And you're like, I don't even want to talk about it. And I'd be like, no, no, I'd do it for you. I'd do the whole thing. <laughs> I like that. You loved it, baby. Okay. And then I'd do the hamster dance. You know what I do know? I know the banana that does peanut butter jelly time. Is that is that as now, a similar that? thing? Who's that? Mm. What's his story? Mm. Why is he banana? Mm. Mm. Let's please. Okay, so let me just go through the questions the boys asked. Do it, because they were slam dunks. Drew hops in first, as is his custom. And apologizes for the things he said, specifically when he left the show, because he knew that those are the bad things. And she's like, well, I don't exactly know whether to trust your apology, but uh, it's big of you to say that. So thank you. Jasmine, fucking <laughs> crushing it. Well, she's like, yeah, because you showed me so many sides during the TV show. I don't know whether you're being true or not, but like, you're kind of l- laying yourself down in front of Canada right now. So I guess I appreciate that. And thank then you. Noah is like, I don't know why it feels natural, but I'm going to go straight from Drew to Chris. Chris, do you have any questions? Uh, and Chris is like, you know, do you understand now why um, why I called out Drew, you know, and, and made it a point to say those things to you? Because Chris thinks, as as was easy to think, that he got sent home because he tattled on Drew. Yeah. Because it happened right after that. And Jasper's like, no, 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 that's not why I sent you home. Like, it was always a positive thing to me that you said something, and you were the only one looking out for me, and I appreciated that. So Chris gets serious vindication. Yeah, sure. Like, thank you for for I mean, we gave him shit, I feel like, when that episode happened, because he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't do it very well. Well, he didn't rally, he didn't follow the rules. He didn't rally a posse to, like... But it's crazy that we, like, called him out for that, when it's like, yeah, that's true, he was the only person that went to her and was like... We were we were thinking of it like a sportsmanship. Like you're not going to win the game now. You, the tattler yeah. tattlers never win the game. And I actually feel bad about that. We're like Chris, you tattled. Now you're going to lose. But really, like you are actually telling this woman, like, hey, this dude that is here sucks. I know. Well, so the problem is now we're like franchise wonks, and we're like, <laughs> here are the rules. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I'm a <laughs> I'm a bachelor bachelor I'm a bachelor wonk. <laughs> The thing is, is that if you are gonna if you are going to call somebody out, you need to have at least I don't know two to three other people that are going to be like, yeah, no, that is true, and I agree. Yeah, and Chris didn't do that hard work, so that's why he lost the election. <laughs> God, <laughs> um, Benoit um, asked if his passion was too much, and this is when Jasmine gets in the little burn on Seth. And oh, like, fuck, this was good. If I didn't, you know, if I didn't like your kiss, you would have known about it. You saw how I was with Seth. And even Noah, Noah was like, oh! <laughs> yeah. Shots fired, Shots I think fired. is what Noah said. Fuck, that was good. Um, and then we get some bloopers. Oh, these bloopies were good, too. Jasmine. You know who these bloopies were good for? Kevin, still still active Kevin. W? Oh, Kevin W. Yeah, Kevin W. seemed to Kevin be... Kevin W. was super funny. Seemed to be a funny person, which we was nice We don't get that much see. charisma from Kevin no. on, on the show, although we've seen it a couple of times. I feel like in stuff like this, like in the credits bloopers that, that you get sometimes, mm-hmm. I've really come around on Kevin. I actually like that dude a lot now. Cause I've I also, get it. I've been, th- I've been thinking about him a lot through the lens of American <laughs> Bachelor, where I would be like in love with him. I would think he was the best dude. I don't and know I, if that's true, but though. But I also recognize that like i have this tendency to be like yeah mikhail is kind of a, a kind of a like oddball right he's kind of like a he's a soft boy he's a soft boy and he's like kind of kind of geeky and i love him but i think that's just because like i always root for the 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 soft boys the soft boys and like the you know the funny funny weirdo boys well because it's easiest to tell that they're there to find love 
That's you know? true, but I also I definitely feel that way about Kevin now too. Kevin I feel like doesn't have the tools that Mikel has. Kevin doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have like the emotional tools that yeah. that he has either. But like some of the stuff he's done, like I see it, and I'm like, wow, he is actually he is actually here. Like he's here for for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And I'm not necessarily saying like I'm 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 rooting for him over Mikel, but like I could I could really see it going either way, and I don't think I would be too you know upset or confused about it only if and this is the other thing that got brought up in the rose buddies group if maybe mikhail doesn't win but becomes the next bachelor Mm. yeah i would watch that that's actually i don't i don't know if we're gonna keep watching this show if we're not covering it on on this podcast that would do it that would get (laughs) are you kidding me mikhail shy sweet Little Mikel inside of his little his little egg and that I just want to incubate him. We finally get to see him in a helicopter. Then that which would is be nice. All that we've wanted. Yeah, that's his. That's he turns into fucking Stefan Urkel in a helicopter. <laughs> just him, his little shy, shy little body, just like <laughs> macking on like twenty twenty women. Uh, oh he, my god! He's in like please. a hot tub with like three ladies, just like trying out some material. I think it's a win-win. I think he, he's he wins and he's, you know, they're in love forever. Or I get just the just a really fucking good strong season of The Bachelor Canada. <laughs> when does The Bachelor Canada even happen? What time of year know. is that? I don't know. Oh man, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, so in the bloopers, we get to see some great stuff. We get to see a lot of the boys dancing, which is fun, including but, Noah. I think half of this season was just boys dancing for yeah. other boys, which I love. And then Jasmine getting really nervous about having to pee all the time. I saw this. I was like, me and Jasmine, <laughs> I think we could be best friends. Because Rachel knows. Rachel's uh, uh, 37 weeks pregnant. Yeah. And I still think I Griffin pee more still than pees you. more than me. Yeah, it's incredible. But Griffin brought up the point, and I think it's a good one. He works from home. He never has to hold it. Never. I don't have the, res- he the doesn't resistance have, for He it. doesn't have the muscles that, that most of us have because we go out in the world and, and have to hold it sometimes. Joking aside, like all of the, like, the supercut of Jackson saying she had to pee, she had this um, uh, embarrassment that like when we were shooting the Mabim Bam show, like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't pee less while we were making the TV show. And so like every time you do that, you're like, hey fucking 40 people who are trying to do your job right yeah. now i'm gonna make you stop while i go and make a wee wee in the toilet nothing it's there's nothing more you, you have to let everybody know we talked about i think we talked about 10 ones 10 oh, two. yeah but uh-huh. like it is it's it's really humiliating to be like hey i'm gonna go to the bathroom and i'll be in there a while because it's <laughs> dookie this time after the show was over did you guys all go out and get 10 one tattoos no but i would <laughs> I would. Um, I don't know that I even want to ask this question. No, you do. We don't have to go down this path. But are there male Kegels? Because for ladies, there there are exercises you can do to increase the strength of your pelvic floor, which helps you not have to. You know, it help it helps you better control your bladder muscles. And so I'm wondering if there's an exercise maybe that you should do. There is. To help you. They're called. Uh-oh. They're called deagles. Okay. I'm backing out. I'm backing out. I don't want to know. Well, let me tell you all about it. It's like Kegels, but for your wiener. Wiener Kegels. Deagles, you know. Is that where you think your bladder is? Yeah, I mean, that's where it has to go through. I mean, all Kegels are. Kegels are, like, forming a muscle that is, like, hey, P, not get your damn hands off her. <laughs> George McFly of muscles. Yeah. yeah. And so for Deagles are just, I imagine, like, you just sort of learn how to flex and control your metis. Your what? <laughs> oh, baby. Read a health book. Okay. I'm Googling Metis right now to make sure it is what I think it is. How do you spell that? M- like meat, like food, and then us, like US. God, I can't unload the crazy frog. <laughs> My Google searches for this past fucking 50 minutes are complete garbage. 
Yes, the urethral meatus. Wow, Griffin, good work. I know what's going on down there. Anyway, yeah, I whip my meatus back and forth, and it keeps the pee inside. <laughs> um, so that's our show. <laughs> Um, after the bloopers, we get a preview of the finale. It's very dramatic. It's hard to tell. There seems to be a lot of doubt between Kevin and Jasmine because of their tumultuous relationship. Yeah, a lot of meatus talk. Just like a lot, a lot, a lot of meatus talk. A lot. It almost sounds like you're saying meagus, which is a delicious breakfast Well, treat. that's what they call it in Canada. Mm. Um, and, and Mikkel... I mean, things seem good with Mikkel in the clips. I don't know. I, yeah, there's a lot of Kevin Kevin's anxiety, and he's like, I'm not just going to get up and leave. And she's like, you have done that twice. We and then see it that shows the him kind of getting nervous in front of the crew, being like, you know, just just let him let her pick him and, and whatever. And I'll I, go on and I'll be fine. Like, yeah, there's it's, it's going to be fucking and good. And then they show both of them walking out in their suits, but you can't tell what time of day it is. It's about the same time of day, yeah. We... God, I wish we could find a way to watch at night of. I know. It's just, it's not meant I to be. I don't think it's possible. Well, we it's not like we'll run into a bunch of internet spoilers. We're, no, I know. But know. there's a lot of people who watch it in real time. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, next week, finale. Next week, super, finale. Super, super excited. It'll be up. Oh, f- we got to find a way to do it. Cause Thanksgiving. Otherwise, it's Thanksgiving. And I don't, I don't want to put up the finale on Thanksgiving. I don't think anybody wants to listen to that. Also, I'm also putting up "Till Death Do Us Blart" on Thanksgiving. Well, you know what we'll do? We'll put it up. Myself. We'll put it up the day after Thanksgiving, um, or Wednesday if we can do. People it, can think... listen to it while they're Black Friday shopping. <laughs> yeah, that might be fun. No, I think we. I think we could do it Wednesday. I could get it up Wednesday night. Just like as oh, soon as we record it, like yeah, immediately put it. Y'all up Y'all shouldn't have night. to hear these programming notes, but yeah, we could do that. We should also say, so as as mentioned earlier, I am 37 weeks pregnant. Yeah, so this show could just fucking vanish at any point. <laughs> you will, of course, hear from us. If if the episode is late, don't automatically assume yes. that we have delivered a baby. We love y'all very much and um we're gonna keep the we're gonna try and keep the feed updated um yeah we have some ideas we have some ideas for stuff that we want to do for but, filler apps that yeah. are easier for us to do yeah um but we haven't we just ask you to be patient anything. because i think this show more than like I've, I'm, I've got stuff prepped for all the podcasts for for when the baby gets here this one's just going to be tough because we will actually have the baby in this house and it's just us yeah <laughs> so uh yeah uh, and also just this light, I put down this blanket warning for all the podcasts. This one's just going to get way less funny once we have the baby. It's just like, I don't think that's true. It's true. It's going to be just all, all home improvement humor. No, no. I, I feel very strongly <laughs> that men in particular use having a child as an excuse to dumb down their humor and make quote j- dad jokes. And I am making a stand here to say, I will not allow dad <laughs> Thanks for watching, everybody. I'm Griffin McElroy. I'm Rachel McElroy. When you're ready. It's Crazy Frog. You love to see. You love Crazy Frog. Stay with us on this journey of joy. Spoiler alert. She ends up with Soldier Boy. Right reasons. Right reasons.